back to episode 49 of the counties of england podcast this is the last county of england and since worcestershire is the county that i live in i've decided to do something special for this episode uh this episode will essentially be worcestershire part one where i speak about some things that even i didn't uh, know about worcestershire and then the next episode on the 11th of december will be worcestershire part two and we'll be focused on things that i already know about worcestershire hope you enjoy Worcestershire is a county located in the West Midlands region of England. It is bordered by six other counties, Gloucestershire to the south, Herefordshire to the west, Shropshire to the northwest, Staffordshire to the north, West Midlands to the northeast, and Warwickshire to the east. Worcestershire has a population of 592,057, which puts it as the 11th smallest county in terms of this statistic. In terms of area, it is the 15th smallest county, And so in terms of population density, Worcestershire houses 881 people per square mile, putting it as the 22nd smallest county in terms of this statistic. Worcestershire is split up into six districts, Worcester, Malvern Hills, Wire Forest, Bromsgrove, Redditch and Wichavon. The county town is Worcester and the largest town also happens to be Worcester. Worcestershire has a median salary of £28,517, putting it below the UK average of £31,500. The unemployment rate is 4.03%, putting it below the UK average of 4.8%. And the average house price, according to Zoopla estimates, is £300,301, putting it below the national average of around £330,000. Worcestershire is split up into six different parliamentary constituencies, All six of them are represented by Conservative MPs. The most famous of this bunch would be Sajid Javid, who is the current Health Secretary and has held that position since June 2021. He has been MP for Bromsgrove since May 2010. Now, one of the uh, main things Worcestershire is famous for is the condiment called Worcestershire sauce. And as you can guess by the name, uh, it is actually from Worcestershire. I mean, there's no surprises in that, really. Uh, This clip will explain a little bit more about the famous condiment. The Lee and Perrins factory in Worcester, England. They've been making Worcestershire sauce here since 1897, when their first shop became too small to meet demand. The staple ingredients of the iconic sauce are garlic, onions, anchovies and tamarind paste. Worcester sauce was invented in 1835 when a posh army officer went to Bengal to help run the British Empire. He fell in love, not with a woman, but with a fish sauce. He comes back and asks two local chemists, John Wheelie Lee and William Henry Perrins, to try and recreate it. What they came up with tasted revolting. At least it did until it sat fermenting for a couple of years in a cellar. In the Worcester factory today, that magic works exactly the same way. It may sound revolting, but fish, spice and veg maturing in vinegar forms a delicious sauce. Though pickling raw ingredients kicks up a seriously strong smell. First, 130 barrels of Spanish anchovies are matured for up to three years. Fresh fish goes bad very quickly. So the layers of anchovies are cured with salt. 
the salt sucks the water from the fish. The unwanted bacteria can't survive in these conditions, so the fish is preserved. But that doesn't quite mask the stench. You tend to get used to the smells, but every now and then, no matter how long you've been here, you still get the effects. In the next room, whole onions and garlic bulbs are maturing in malt vinegar. The acidity of the vinegar inhibits the growth of bacteria and softens the texture of the onions, allowing them to imbibe more flavour. The infamous case of Black Panther Donald Nielsen, who kidnapped and murdered a Worcestershire hieress in 1975, is known across the country. What you might not have known is that when Nielsen was spotted in Mansfield during his time as Britain's Most Wanted Man, it was not just the police who secured his arrest, but customers from a fish and chip shop. Nielsen held police officers at gunpoint and forced them to drive him to Rainworth, Nottinghamshire, where they swerved the car and came to a halt outside of Junction Chip Shop, and the gun went off grazing one of the officers' hands. As police ran to the car, shouting for help, two men, Roy Morris and Keith Wood, ran from the queue outside the chip shop and helped uh, to overpower Nielsen. Ursula Corbett of Defford was burnt as a witch in Worcester on the 14th of March 1661 after being, accused, after being accused of poisoning her husband after only three weeks of their marriage. This isn't the only case of alleged witches who were executed in the area. Shortly before the Ursula Corbett case, a woman known as Widow Robinson, her two daughters and a man, all from Kidderminster, were put through the barbarous trial by water. They were flung into the Severn, where they would not sink, uh, but soared aloft, according to a diary entry by Henry Townsend of Elmley Lovett. An odd section of the diary that spoke of the family of witches reads, The man had five tests, the mother three, and the eldest daughter had one. And when they went to search the women, none were visible. One advised them to lay on their backs and keep open their mouths and they would appear, until they presently appeared in sight. And Sir Roland Hill, who was born in Kidderminster, is best known for inventing the first adhesive postal stamp, the Penny Black Stamp. In the 1830s, the postage was paid by the recipient, not the sender. Uh, Hill argued that there should be a better system and came up with a flat rate regardless of distance. The Penny Black was set up in May 1840 and was the world's first adhesive postage stamp. Hill was interested in the postage service from the age of eight, but another interesting fact about his childhood was that by the age of 12, he was a teacher at his father's school. Sir Roland Hill later set up a revolutionary new school which had heating, a science lab and a swimming pool. By 1820, when he was only 25, Hill became in charge of the day-to-day -day running of the school. And William Shakespeare uh, married Anne Hathaway, as I'm sure you know, in November 1582, and they remained married until Shakespeare's death. What may shock you is, the, is that the famous playwrights may have actually got married in Worcester. At the time of their marriage, William was 18 while Anne was 26 and pregnant with their first child. As William was still a minor, to avoid any scandal surrounding Anne's pregnancy, 
he sped up proceedings by applying to the bishop's court in Worcester. This licence also authorised the marriage to take place outside the parish of normal residence, allowing William and Anne to be married outside of Stratford-upon-Avon. Stratford then lay in the Diocese of Worcester, and the two documents survive in the diocesan archives to establish the marriage was, put, was performed in November 1582, but neither document specifies which parish they actually got, uh, got married in. It is very possible that the marriage took place at St Martin's Parish in Worcester. And the flag of Worcestershire was registered by the Flag Institute on the 8th of April 2013. It was designed by Elaine Truby and the flag features the county's famed black pear, a symbol reported to have been used by Worcestershire units at the Battle of Agincourt. Additionally, a pear tree is seen on the local council's arms. Three of these pears are seen on a shield charged against a wavy green and blue background. These latter colours symbolise the verdant floodplain of the River Severn as it runs through the county, the dark green hue that is worn by the county's cricket team, and the flag was created after a competition that was launched in 2013 by radio station BBC Hereford and Worcester to create, official, to create an official flag for the county after it was discovered that Worcestershire didn't have one. And that wraps it up uh, for part one of Worcestershire. As ever, I really hope that you enjoyed it, um, and I hope that you are looking forward to the next uh, second part of Worcestershire, which is on the 11th of December. Have a good week until then, and I will talk to you again next Saturday.